Hello, and welcome back to Bestie Chats with Soph. I am your host, Sophia Panella, and I'm so happy to have you here. This episode is sponsored by Legion Athletics. Legion is the number one best-selling brand of all natural sports supplements with over 400,000 customers served and 3 million bottles sold. But you guys know how I roll. I'll be honest in telling you that supplements are not going to be the end solution to reaching your goals. And let me make it clear that you do not need supplements in order to reach your goals. Supplements are to be used if there are spaces in your diet that need to be filled or if you're deficient in any vitamins and minerals. That's where dietary supplements will help you out. Legion has been the only supplement company that doesn't leave me feeling like garbo, and that's because it's all natural supplements, and better yet, they're all backed by research and science. Like, it doesn't get better than that. My favorite products from Legion I use every day are their original grains, the peach ring pre-workout flavor, I'm not joking, you guys, it literally tastes like the peach rings candy, and both the grass-fed whey and vegan cinnamon cereal protein powder best protein powder of all time. Both, both of them. They're so good. You can go to www.legionathletics.com and take the quiz to see what supplements will best fit you towards reaching your goals. And don't forget to use code Sophia at checkout. Today, I'm going to share with you guys how I track my cycle. I know, I know what you're thinking. Here we go again. And here she goes talking about female reproductive health, birth control, sex, hormones, tracking, all the different things. I can't help it. I can't help it, you guys. It's a personality trait of mine at this point that I'm not on hormonal birth control and I track my cycle. And also, I've been inspired to do this episode because recently I've been chatting more about female reproductive health, my birth control story, hormones, low sex drive, all the different girly things on my TikTok. And it's catching a little bit of traction right now. And a whole new audience is kind of in on my story now. And my OG followers, I know you guys are like, we've been here, girl. Like, we already know what we've been knowing about Sophia. Like, we know what she's been through. We get it. But I do have a whole new plethora of gals who are asking me questions. And anytime any of these kinds of videos in regards to female reproductive health catch traction on my page. I get so many questions and DMs and comments, and I want to help every single one of you guys. I really do. I'm obviously not a doctor. I'm not certified in any of this. So take what I say with a grain of salt if you must. What I share with you about anything on any of my social media platforms is based off of my own personal experience, my own opinions and thoughts and emotions, and also the countless hours of research and studying and education and trial and error that I have done on myself. And somebody actually commented, this is going to be a little sidebar, but somebody commented recently on one of my posts, you know, talking about female reproductive health. Like they said, you're making birth control your entire personality. Like talking about low libido and cycles. I miss the old Sophia. I miss like just the fitness content. Like, can we just go back to the fitness content? And that kind of bummed me out. You guys, okay, first of all, I'm sensitive. Like I don't do well to negative comments. (laughs) Like I really don't. And that wasn't even that bad of a comment. Overall, I'm very lucky with the corner of the internet that we have going over here, you guys, the safe space that we've created you guys are fucking awesome. And I really don't experience knock on wood that much hate or negativity. And I'm so lucky for that. 
I mean, I'm sure people are talking shit somewhere, which as they should, okay, if you don't have haters, you're not doing it right. But I recently received that comment and it made me, first of all, sad. And second of all, it made me kind of reflect on how much I've changed. And also I think recently, like anytime I talk about female reproductive health and the female cycle and just fucking all things women, I love women. Anytime I talk about that, it just brings me so much happiness and joy. Like I think you guys are really starting to see my passion for the female body, for women, for female reproductive health. And being able to share my experience with you guys is absolutely everything. And I thank you so much for allowing me to share this with you guys. Like you guys have created this space and I really appreciate it. And I know for me, that when I was going through all the health issues that I had on birth control and the isolation and confusion and loneliness and feeling lost, every all of those emotions that I felt, I never want you guys to feel that. I really don't. And for me, there were no influencers at the time that were talking about these kinds of things. And now it's way more of a conversation, thank God. But if I can help at least one person feel less alone in their bodies and feel less confused maybe, then that's a win for me. Like that's all that matters to me. And I definitely have changed a lot over the past couple of years. And that's due to getting to know my body and getting off of synthetic hormones and really feeling, feeling myself, like literally feeling everything, all the highs, all the lows and getting cycle synced with my career, with my workouts, with nutrition a little bit and understanding that. And you guys have kind of been along with me for this journey. I know this was kind of a little sidebar. You probably want me to get into it at this point, but I have changed a lot and I'm excited to share my passion for all things girly, but enough chit-chatting. All right, God damn it. Let's get into it. First, let me say this. Okay. I track my cycle using natural cycles. Natural Cycles is the first FDA-cleared birth control app in the United States. It's also CE-marked in Europe. It is 93% effective with typical use, which if you didn't know, birth control pills are also 93% effective, Um, and it is 98% effective with perfect use. Natural Cycles obviously does not protect against STIs or STDs, but it is hands down the best app to track your cycle. I will say though that I do work with natural cycles and I do have a link that can save you a little bit of moolah. A lot of people get scared when they hear things like that and I completely understand. It takes the value away. Maybe you trust it a little less and you're like, oh, here she is paid to say this. She's making money from this. I am not paid to say this. This is not sponsored by Natural Cycles. I am not paid to tell you anything. Anything that I chat about about Natural Cycles on any of my social media platforms, I am not paid to do that and it is not sponsored. And I want to make that very clear 
But I get why that scares people because when you see a video of like a product or something and then at the very end, they just add in link and code and bio, it makes it less trustworthy, right? You're like, oh, fuck. All right. Well, never mind. She's obviously paid to do this or she's making money from this. Like now I don't want to do it. I get that. I totally get it. Let me explain to you just a little bit of a backstory first, okay? So when I first got off of hormonal birth control, you guys know, I literally had no idea what to do. I didn't really know what tracking was. I was not in the mindset of being like, okay, before I get off, I'm going to be tracking my cycle. Let's, let's learn about it. No, I had no idea tracking was a thing. I got off and then learned about tracking through literally just trial and error, which I do not suggest that. Please, God, please, God, do not do that. Learn about tracking your cycle. Learn about the female cycle before you get off of hormonal birth control so it's an easier transition so you're not just thrown into the fucking lion's den like I did to myself. That was my fault. But when I first got off, I looked up like how to track your cycle naturally, like what to do. And the first thing that popped up was an app called Flow, F-L-O. And I use Flow for about four to five months. And at first it was fine. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. So I was like, okay, cool. The only thing that I was tracking was my period, which for me, my cycle is pretty regular. It's very regular now. When I first got off, I did get my period within the first month of me getting off of hormonal birth control. It was a little bit irregular at first. Like it was like three weeks and then it was five weeks. And it was kind of like the time between periods were a little bit irregular. But then after I would say month six, my cycle kind of just regulated and I've been getting, I've been having a regular cycle since then. Um, so I was only tracking my period. That's the only thing that I was tracking on flow. And it was so wildly inaccurate on predicting my period. And that kind of was scaring me, but I was thinking, well, maybe it just needs a few months to kind of sync up. Like maybe it just needs a few months to predict correctly. No, that's not how it should be. And once I realized that it was mispredicting pretty much everything. I got a little scared and I was like, okay, I don't really feel comfortable with this app. So I took a deeper dive and I'm like, what the fuck else can I do to not have any babies? Because I'm not ready to do that. During this time, my boyfriend and I were being very, very, very safe. Okay. Using the pull and pray method, using condoms, we were being extremely safe and cautious during this time um, because I was still trying to figure things out. However, this was when I still had no sex drive. So I won't lie, we weren't getting freaky in the sheets actually that often. We really weren't. Um, and that was obviously, as you guys know, a main driving factor for me getting off of hormonal birth control was really number one, getting my sex drive back. And then second, okay, let's, you know, prevent pregnancy. How are we going to do this? Um, but I really, I didn't have a sex drive then um, at all. And so we weren't really doing too much funny business there. Um, when it happened occasionally, we were definitely using protection and being very, very, very safe. So after the Flow app was a no-go for me, which I will say, you guys, I did learn a lot on that app. I learned like the basics of tracking, kind of. I learned there's like educational modules and articles in it. So I did learn, you know, a little bit about that. 
Then I stumbled on natural cycles and I saw, you know, it's the first FDA cleared birth control app. And I'm like, oh, this is legit. Like this is legitimate. I'm doing this. So I got it. I ordered the basal thermometer and I was like, let's freaking do this. So I started tracking with natural cycles. I posted a video about it on my TikTok. It caught a little bit of traction. They slid into my DMs and they're like, hey, loved your video. We would love to share a code with you for your followers where they can save 20% on the annual subscription plus a free basal thermometer. And I was like, oh my God, great. Like I'm not getting paid at all. They're just like, hey, do you want a code to share with your followers? I'm like, perfect. Works great for me. So that's kind of how the relationship with Natural Cycles came about. And since then, I have been working with Natural Cycles and it's been the absolute best experience. I am very close with a few of the people that work for natural cycles and with natural cycles that are up there. I've had some wonderful conversations with them. I've done a blog post with them. I have created some content for them. You know, I'm not getting paid, but I I just love sharing that with the world, you know, and natural cycles has a huge platform. And I feel very lucky to be able to work with, you know, it's not about a huge platform, but to be able to share my story and have them use it and and have it touch so many people is, is really just, it warms my heart. So I have such a wonderful relationship with the company, the people who work there, the owners. I mean, it's, it's awesome. You guys, it really is. So that's how the relationship started. That's kind of the backstory there on why I work with them. I absolutely love everything they stand for. I love the way they go about things. I love how, um, you know, proactive they are, how reactive they are with stuff. It's just, it really is. It's amazing. I love the company and you guys know I don't work with companies that I don't genuinely love and support. So anyways, that's my relationship with NC. Now let's get into actually tracking your psycho. There are other apps that you can use. For example, Flow. I think there's probably now a ton more apps uh, that you can use to track your cycle, but I'm just going to be talking in regard to natural cycles because that is what I use personally. I would say that a good amount of these apps that measure similar to natural cycles, like there's probably not going to be much of a difference from what I'm talking about to maybe a different app that you use or have looked into. Now, when it comes to tracking your cycle, yes, I will say having a regular cycle makes tracking your cycle very easily. I I also will say, okay, if you have an irregular cycle, it is not normal to have an irregular cycle to an extent, okay? There may be some underlying health conditions or issues that you have that need to be taken care of when it comes to an irregular cycle. Like you should never go about your life being like, oh, I just have an irregular cycle, like, ugh, and just like brush it off your shoulders where you're like, oh, that sucks, like a regular cycle slay. No, that means that your body is not, something's off on the inside. And also you guys, stress, Stress has is probably the biggest factor to a lot of people's cycles being irregular. I'm not saying it's the only one. There's underlying health conditions like PCOS, endometriosis, pelvic inflammatory disease, um, fibroids. I mean, there's the list could go on. There's a lot of underlying health conditions that people have where they have to be on birth control or that's why they have an irregular cycle. Okay. So I do want to state that because a lot of people, when I post on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, they're like, well, it's important to note that you have a regular cycle. And I'm like, absolutely. Like I will say 
it was a regular at first, then it regulated and it regulated once my hormones, I naturally balanced out truly. That's my skin cleared up after, um, my cycle became regular and my body felt really at peace and homeostasis once I felt like my hormones were balanced out. Um, so there's a bunch of different ways to track and keep things, I guess you could say noted with your cycle. One of them is your BBT, which is your basal body temperature. This is different than your regular temp. Your regular temp only measures one decimal point to the right. So say, for instance, 98.6, whereas your BBT measures two decimal points to the right. So for instance, 98.62. So the way to track your cycle is through your BBT. You can also test with ovulation, which we're going to get into in a second, which is so important if you're trying to prevent pregnancy and plan pregnancy, but definitely prevent. You want to be testing for ovulation, you guys. You definitely do. Um, Cervical mucus is also another indicator of where you're at in your cycle, which your cervical mucus, the simple word of that is your discharge. Different discharge at different times of the month means different things. I mean, the body, oh my God, you guys, the female body is incredible. I'm obsessed with the female body. Like We are the fucking shit. We are so powerful. I love us. I love women. Okay. Anyways, so BBT, ovulation strips, LH strips, um, and cervical mucus are just a few. You can also track your feelings, thoughts, emotions, all the different things. So those are different factors, indicators that you can use when it comes to tracking your cycle. So the way that I go about tracking in my everyday is this. When you wake up, Before you get up, before you drink anything, before you eat anything, like literally when you are still laying in bed, you need to measure your BBT. There's a few different ways to measure your BBT. You can do it through a basal thermometer. It can't be a regular thermometer. It has to be basal. You can do it through, I think Apple Watch just came out with a thing where you can measure your BBT there, or you can do it through the Aura Ring. Now, the Aura Ring paired with natural cycles, I want to say maybe a year ago, maybe like a little less than a year ago. And basically what the Aura Ring does is that it measures your BBT for you and pops it into the natural cycles app every day. So when you wake up, you take your BBT, you input it into whatever app you're using. For instance, I wake up and I grab my phone I click onto the Natural Cycles app. Mind you, I'm still laying in bed. I have one eye open. My hair is all over the place, okay? I click into the Natural Cycles app, and right when you click into the app, it's going to pop up on your, I guess you could call it like a little journal, but it's going to pop up on a page that at the top will have where you can put in your temperature. If you're manually putting in your temp, you click in like 97.42. But if you have the aura ring at the top of the Natural Cycles app, it will say instead of you being able to manually put in your temperature, it will have a circle that says sync to aura. So you click sync to aura. It will then pop open your aura app. Your aura app will then upload your sleep for the night. If you guys didn't know, the aura ring tracks your sleep, which is really awesome. A lot of you guys ask if the aura ring is worth it. If you have natural cycles, I could not recommend the Aura Ring enough. I have the Heritage, um, the cheaper one. I think it's $2.99, which is not that cheap. I totally get it. So worth it. So easy. So it clicks open the Aura the Aura app. 
And the Aura app basically will measure your BBT. And within a few minutes, you will get a notification on your Natural Cycles app that will say, hey, your temperature was uploaded for the day. Click to see your daily fertility status. So when you click that, it will pop open on that same first page and it will say your temperature there. And that page that is there has what I call basically a journal. Okay. Your temperature is at the top. And then it has a place where if you are sick or hungover, you click that your temperature will be excluded for the day because if you're sick or hungover, that affects your BBT. It has an area for you to log your bleeding, vaginal sex, more types of sex, your LH test, which we will get into in a hot sec, cervical mucus, AKA your discharge, sex drive, your skin, your pain, and how you are feeling. There is also an area at the bottom that you can put into notes how you're feeling and also an area for you to put in any emergency contraception and tests that you've taken. Because as you know, if you take plan B, um, that will mess your cycle up a little bit. Um, so, which is not bad, you know, plan B, you got to do what you got to do, girl. Shit happens do your thing. Okay. But it does have a place for you to log that. It's very important um, to track that because again, that will shift your cycle for sure. And that is your one day screenshot journal. Okay. So then you will click save. Once you click save, then you are going to get your daily fertility status. So the BBT along with other fertile indicators will give you a daily fertility status. Now, a daily fertility status in the Natural Cycles app looks like either a red day or a green day. A red day means that you are more fertile and that if you are to do any funny business to either use protection or abstain, which by the way, besties, there's a million other things that you can do fooling around that isn't doing the full deep. Okay. Experiment, have fun. You don't got to go all the way. There's other things you can do, but I get it. I get carried, you know, we all get carried away. We all get carried away. I get it. But that's what a red day means that a red day surrounds your fertile window, which as you guys know, from the female cycle episode that I did, your fertile window is your, your ovulation. It's when that egg is dropping. It's when you are most ripe and you are most fertile. So if you are to conceive, that's going to be the time that you can do it. You cannot get pregnant 24 seven. I know you guys know this by now after listening to my podcast, after taking a day in the school of soap, you can't get pregnant 24 seven. You can only get pregnant during that fertile window, which natural cycles assumes that three days before your ovulation, and I believe it's one or two days after your ovulation, that that is your fertile window. So that is where you are going to see your red days is around the time that you ovulate. However, you will start out with more red days. Okay. You're going to start out with more red days on natural cycles. Um, you can trust the green days at first. Believe me, I promise you that. And the reason you can trust the green days at first is because when you first download the natural cycles app, it asks you like, a ton of questions about your cycle when your last period was, you know, when the last time you had sex was like, I don't even know. I can't even remember. It was so long ago, but it asks you so many questions that you have to fill out. Um, 
And then, you know, then you get into the app and it will already predict your period and your ovulation based off of what you gave them in that questionnaire. So you're going to start out with more red days. The more that you are tracking and the longer you're tracking, the more green days that you are going to get. So for me, the only red days I have around, I want to say probably 75 to 80% green days now, but I started out with like barely any green days. Okay. So a green day means that you are not fertile and you are good to go. Run the streets naked for all I care. You do not have to use protection. If your partner wants to finish wherever they please, I know you're picking up what I'm putting down, okay? That is fine. The green days are trusted 100%. I want to make that very clear. However, if you are the type of person to be very anxious and have this like underlying doom of convincing yourself that you're pregnant all the time, be more safe then. If you want to use condoms, if you want to pull out because that's just what mentally makes you feel better, then do that. Okay. Do what's best for you. But I will say that the green days are trusted. Like, hello, I'm living proof. The green days are trusted because after that egg drops, after you ovulate, you guys, the egg, as you know, it just dissolves. And then after that, you're good to go. There's no egg there to fertilize. There is no egg to fertilize. So you are good to go. You can't get pregnant without an egg being there, right? Okay. So those are the red and the green days. And that is through obviously natural cycles. So in the morning, it only takes like a few minutes to to do this. Like not even that. You literally roll over, you click open the natural cycles app. You either measure your BBT with the thermometer and put it in the app. Um, natural cycles also has a Bluetooth thermometer, which is awesome. So that will, once you measure it manually, it will sync to the natural cycles app, um, or the aura rig. Like you just click on it. It will upload. It's, it's super easy to do. Um, takes a few minutes. And then, uh, in the natural cycles app, it tells you what phase you're in, which is super awesome. It's one of my favorite parts of the app. So if you are you know, maybe just ended your period, it will say at the bottom like follicular phase, or if you're ovulating, it will say like you're in your luteal phase. And based off of emotions and thoughts and feelings and based off of what you log on the day to day, that will then predict like certain things in the future. So say for instance, you're ovulating. For me personally, I'm, I self-diagnose myself, which by the way, it is self-diagnosable. You don't have to go to a doctor to diagnose yourself with middle schmers. And that, I think I'm, I may be butchering that, but that is when you experience ovulation pain. And I do, I do real bad. You guys, I was literally down so bad last week. It's not even funny. Like, oh my God, it felt like worse than my PMS. Um, when you experience ovulation pain, you can have nausea, cramping, um, spotting is also normal. You can also bloat a little bit. Like, can we catch a fucking break? The answer is no, of course not. But that only lasts a day for me. But say, for instance, I'm ovulating and I have ovulation pain. I can log that in the app. I feel tired. I feel nauseous and I feel bloated. I will log all of that in the app on that day. So that next month on the Natural Cycles app, it will be like, hey, 
you logged these feelings, like these are the typical feelings that you logged during this time. And you'll be like, oh, okay, that's right. Like I'll probably be ovulating soon. So it's really cool how the app works. And it's hard because this isn't visual. This isn't a visual podcast yet. Hint, hint. But I can't show you guys like the app right now which bothers me. Like I wish that I could just like scroll through it with you guys. Um, so anyways, you upload your BBT. That's what you do every single day. So that is all you need to do every day to track your cycle. Now, the more feelings you log in there, the more things that you log in there, the better that, um, you're able to get through your cycle, if that kind of makes sense. Like it will only help you understand your cycle more, the more information that you put in. The app is already good to go. Like the app, the algorithm is absolutely fucking trusted, you guys. Please, it is tried and true by yours truly. Now let's get into testing for ovulation, which you guys, I didn't test for ovulation for mm, probably the first year because <laughs> I didn't really even know what it was. Like I did not know what was going on. I was trying to figure my life out. Like I was graduating college. I was trying to get my sex drive back. I was tracking my cycle. I was like, what is going on learning all these things? So it wasn't like a year into me tracking my cycle where I started to track ovulation. Now, the way that you track ovulation is through this. So in the natural cycles app, it will tell you and it will let you know and notify you, hey, you'll get a notification saying like, hey, you're ovulating soon. Now is the time to take LH tests. LH, okay? Now, LH is a hormone that spikes when you are about to ovulate. And LH stands for luteinizing hormone. And this is kind of what happens. So NC will be like, hey, bitch, you need to measure and test for your ovulation. And you're like, okay, cool. So what you're going to do is you're going to pee into a cup, and you're going to buy LH strips. LH strips you can purchase in app in the Natural Cycles app or you can get them off of Amazon. I use the Natural Cycles ones. I absolutely love them. All of my card information and like address and stuff is already in the app. So anytime like I run out, I just go in the app and like repurchase them. It's super easy. Um but you're going to pee in a cup and you're going to take, you know, those little pH strips that we used to test in like what fourth grade science class or something. It's kind of similar to that. And so you're going to pee in a cup. You're going to dip it in there, hold it in there for no longer than three seconds. And then you're going to lie it flat on the counter. And there is going to be a testing line and then another line that shows up based off of your pee and your LH. So once you give it like five minutes for it to kind of, you know, load, I guess you could say on the strip, you'll either get no line, a faint line or a harsh line next to the tester line. If you get no line or a faint line, that does not mean that your LH has spiked. You have to get a very dark line in order to know, okay, my LH is spiking. Now, when your LH spikes, that means that you will be ovulating in the next 24 to 48 hours. Some people say 24 to 36. So when you get the LH spike, that means you're going to be ovulating in the next 24 to 48 hours. Now, you are going to log that in the Natural Cycles app. And there's a place, like I said earlier, where you can put LH tests. You can also take a picture as well that you can send into Natural Cycles where it can tell you if it's negative or positive, or if you can read it yourself, you'll put negative or positive. Now, 
once you put that information in, the way that you confirm ovulation is through a temperature spike. So your temperature is going, your BBT is going to spike either 0.5 to 1.0 degrees. And that is when ovulation has confirmed. And I'm not kidding you guys. Like your temperature literally spikes. At first when I was measuring, I'm like, there's no way my temperature is going to spike. Like there's no way. No, it does. It totally fucking does. It is absolutely crazy, but it's not like a major spike where you're going from like 98 to like 102. Like you're not going to be breaking out in a fever or anything. It's a very minimal spike anywhere again from 0.5 to 1.0 degree. Now, after that spike happens, it does take a few days for natural cycles to then confirm your ovulation, but tracking that is so important. And once you track your cycle, you guys, and you realize like the day before, you know, you've had like a consistent like 97 reading of your temperature and then all of a sudden you measure and it's like 98.82, you're like, oh shit, that's a temp spike. Like, damn, like, okay, maybe that, that definitely confirms my ovulation. And then a few days later, uh, natural cycles will confirm your ovulation and then you're good to go. And after that, again, run the streets naked. You're good to go. You don't have to use protection if you don't want to. And that is how you track your ovulation. It's a lot more simple than it sounds. And hopefully, oh God, hopefully this is making sense to you guys. Um, and also tracking your cervical mucus is super huge. Um, for me, I no longer wear undies. And I actually just posted a TikTok about this last week where I'm commando pretty much 24 seven. And I used to not be with jeans, but now I am. I don't know. I just, I'm free balling it. You guys, I cannot wear underwear anymore. And I used to have so much discharge. And I think that was due to the fact that I wore underwear, like it was literally a part of my skin. And then I stopped wearing underwear and I don't deal with discharge anymore. Like ever. The only times that I deal with discharge is during ovulation, which for me, it's very liquidy and watery and clear. Like it will literally soak my pants. It's crazy. Sometimes it is, um, creamier, like a white, light white cream, but usually it's very liquidy for me. And then the other time that I experienced discharge is right before my period. It's a little bit thicker and white and stickier, um, which I know you guys, this is like not TMI here. Okay. If you've already listened to some of my podcasts, there's no fucking TMI anywhere. Um, but anyways, sorry, sorry for the TMI, but it's really important to note that. So those are things that I also track in the natural cycles app as well. And that's kind of like the basics of tracking when it comes to using the app, what it looks like in your day to day and stuff like that. I have recently really gotten into cycle syncing my workouts. I've also started kind of cycle syncing my work as well. I'm cycle syncing a little bit with nutrition, but I'm not like fully on that quite yet. I think eventually I would like to dive into that more, but right now I'm doing a lot of trial and error with cycle syncing my workouts. And I do want to spend actually an entire podcast episode about that because I'm kind of going through it right now and again, doing a lot of trial and error. So once I've kind of know a little bit more and have experimented more, I definitely want to sit down with you guys and explain to you how I've started to cycle sync my workouts and my work and how that has changed my life. Like 
it's changed a lot for me. Um, but that's kind of like, that's kind of right, you guys. Hopefully I didn't miss anything, but hopefully that makes a little sense. Hopefully this wasn't too overcomplicated. Hopefully it also maybe eases a little bit of your angst when it comes to tracking your cycle. I know it's scary. I know it's scary to think about when you have had the protection of birth control, hormonal birth control for a very long period of time, and you're thinking about getting off and you're thinking about tracking, it's it's scary. I get it. Like you guys, I went through it. Like I'm with you. Okay. And this isn't for everybody. Like, honestly, I'm going to be brutally fucking honest with you guys. Tracking your cycle takes work. Like, I just described to you the day-to-day, which it only takes a few minutes. It's pretty quick. That's kind of easy. But when it comes to really understanding your cycle and getting in tune with your body and educating yourself and listening to what your body's telling you, that takes work. Like You have to be ready to put in time and energy and invest in yourself that time and energy and put yourself first and be like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of feeling like shit from birth control. I really want to make this commitment to myself. If you are not in a place, though, where you're ready to take that step or where you have time to fully be able to like go on this journey, that's okay. Take all the time you need to prepare to get off of hormonal birth control and to track your cycle. There's no rush to do it. There really isn't. And it's not like, hopefully you guys don't feel like I'm trying to force you to get off or anything. Like I know so many people who are on birth control. They love it. They feel better on it. Um, you know, they have, like we chatted about earlier, certain health conditions where they have to be on it and it works amazing for them. And I love it. I love that. Like anything that works for you is what works best. But I know there's a large amount of people who are discovering that, Birth control is kind of just a Band-Aid that their doctor gave them to slap over some underlying health conditions. And it takes it takes work. And to go into another little section of this, and I guess like another little rant while I'm just kind of free balling this episode, is getting off of hormonal birth control, your body is going to go through it a little bit, Okay everybody's different though. Okay. Some people gain weight. Some people lose weight. Some people get acne. Some people have clearer skin. Some people, you know, find out they have underlying health conditions. Some people have no sex drive now. Some people have sex drive back. Like everything works differently for everybody, but your body's going to, your body's going to go through. It's going to go through this new journey and this very transformational time. And it kind of frustrates me because anytime I look online, how long does it take for your body to get out the synthetic hormones from hormonal birth control, it's like two days or three days. Or if you look up like how long should it take to feel normal after getting off of birth control, it's like one week. I'm like, I'm calling fucking bullshit on that. I know I'm not a doctor, but after going through this personally and knowing that that article was written by a fucking man, I'm like, okay, for me, I really just, it took about two years for me to be like, you know what? I'm feeling good. I've got this tracking thing down. My sex drive is back. My acne is cleared up. My energy levels are pretty stable. I understand my body. It took a long time. And for the first six months that I was off of hormonal birth control, I didn't feel different. I didn't. 
especially the first three months, I felt the fucking same. Like nothing changed for me. Absolutely nothing changed besides the fact that I got my period, but my sex drive wasn't back yet. I didn't start experiencing any symptoms that I had experienced before, which I talked about in my birth control story. But around the six month mark was like the first thing I realized was that I had hair thinning which was a huge bummer. It's totally back to normal now. We're all good to go there. Like my hair is back to its normal thickness. I'm now on like a hair growth journey and it's growing like crazy now that I've colored it back to my natural coloring and I'm not bleaching the shit out of it. No, I'm not calling some of you out. Maybe I am. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. But um, that happened. I did experience hormonal acne pretty badly for uh, probably around 10 months. Um, that sucked. That sucked big time. Went to a dermatologist. She gave me two topical prescriptions, um, tretinoin and clindamycin gel, which I used for about six months. That did help clear up my, my acne. Um, but I also will say now that I'm looking back, now that I'm further out of that, I stopped taking my topical prescriptions because I didn't feel like I needed it any, anymore. I was like, my skin is clear. Like, I don't feel like I still need to use this. And I don't know. I didn't really want to do like topical things on my face too much. I just really wanted to clear it up and it did. But during those six months, I swear I felt my hormones balance out way more, which I think was also a, a reflection through my skin. Um, because the outside of your body and especially your skin is a reflection of some underlying things that are going on on the inside. So hormonal acne, having that on your chin, cheek, neck area is is, you know, it's a sign of an imbalance in, in your body. Um, and I definitely felt my hormones balancing out way more during that time on top of the, the topical prescriptions definitely did help. So that's what helped my hormonal acne. Um, and yeah, like just other stuff that I went through sex drive took about two years to get back because I had to work through some internal things through, you know, smelling like fish from BV. Um, having reoccurring BV, reoccurring UTIs and reoccurring yeast infections. I did not trust my coochie <laughs> at all. I was in constant fear of smelling. It was that bad. And I had to work through a lot of internal things to trust my body again, because as you guys know, with that, with losing my sex drive, it felt, I felt numb and it felt like my upstairs and downstairs were not connected. Like I felt like my head and my coochie were like in two different places and I was not one with my body at all. Um, so once I worked through feeling confident with my cooch, confident with you cooch. Okay. Once I felt confident with my cooch again and knew that like I wasn't smelling and I didn't have a UTI, I didn't have a yeast infection. I was like, wait, there's no issues down there. Once I overcame that, my sex drive definitely started to come back a lot more. Um, I'm just like running down the things. Cause I know like recently, so many of you guys have like asked, like, did you gain weight? Did you do this? Like I didn't gain or lose any weight. I didn't lose boobs. I didn't gain any boobies, you know, anything like that. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the main things that happen, but yeah, it just, it, it's a journey. It's a journey and it's a lot. It, it's a lot of struggle that you do have to go through a lot of learning that you have to go through a lot of trial and error that you have to go through. But I will say after all of that, now that I'm going on three years, which is insane. Like, should I throw a party? Should I throw like a no more birth control three-year celebration? I don't know. I'm so annoying. But now that I'm on the other end of things, heading into year three, I can tell you that it has been so fucking worth it. It has been so worth it. I would not be who I am today 
without this journey. It has changed who I am. It is significantly improved my mental health. It has improved my relationships with my boyfriend, with my family, with my sister. It has led me to a whole new appreciation of my body, which I used to fucking hate my body. I used to hate my body. And now I am obsessed with my female body. I'm obsessed with the fact that like yesterday I had really bad ovulation pains, like really bad. You guys, I was down bad, dude. I was literally like curled in the fetal position. I was like, fuck, this hurts. Middle schmers slay. And I looked in the mirror and I was so bloated on kind of like down there, like on the lower half of my belly, I was so bloated. And instead of looking at myself and being like, ew, I'm bloated, gross, like what's going on? The fact that like I could literally feel myself ovulating and I looked in the mirror and I'm like, my body is physically dropping an egg right now. Like this is so cool. Like maybe this is just me, but I guess this is the perspective that I have now where I'm like, holy shit, like my body's doing really cool things. And I'll even show Nash. I'm like, look at my lower belly. Like, do you see how bloated I am? And he's like, yeah, wow, that's crazy. I'm like, I'm ovulating. Like, this is kind of cool, right? He's like, that's dope. And he works in the medical field. So like, he's all about it too. He's like, that's really cool. Like, it's cool to see bodies react like that. And I just have a whole new appreciation for my body and myself. And that's kind of been the biggest thing that has come out of this is, you know, not only my mental health, but this whole new appreciation that I have for my body. And, oh, yeah, that's kind of it. I feel like I should just end it there. End it on a good note, you guys. Um, but that's how I track my cycle. I hope that this made sense. Um, I love chatting with you guys. I really love talking about this stuff. It's my favorite stuff to talk about. I have such a passion for this. And hopefully this helped you in a little bit of a way. And anyway, possible. I hope that this helped you kind of maybe be able to track your cycle a little bit better or ease some of your anxiety with tracking your cycle and stuff like that. So hopefully this helped. Hopefully this was educational to you. Send this to your friend. If they're tracking their cycle, they need to learn a little bit more. And also you guys. So I need you to send in your stories. So many of you guys have already, but if you didn't catch it on, I think two or three episodes ago, I am going to be doing a few new segments on my podcast. Actually, it's just one new segment, but it's going to be a few new episodes a month. So you may be getting two episodes a couple times a week, depending on how many of you guys send in stories. Um, I already have a name for it. I'm not going to tell you yet, but it's so good. I'm literally so excited. But basically what these episodes are going to be is it's going to be you guys sharing your own stories or your own advice. The world is your oyster. Literally share anything that you can. I've gotten so many great stories and so many great pieces of advice like post-college advice or job advice, financial advice, relationship advice. A lot of you guys have sent in your relationship stories. One of you guys sent in an embarrassing gym story. Send in anything and everything that you can, that you want to share. 
Let me know if you want it to be anonymous or not when you send the email. I'm going to put the email in the notes here in the show notes. My email is also on my Instagram right on like the front page of mine. You can click email, send in your story to me or your advice that you have for women on literally anything, you guys. I am so pumped. This is going to be literally so fun. I love to hear from you guys and I'm excited to share your stories. And yeah, let me know if you want me to be you know, anonymous about your name or not. I'm never, ever going to use a last name. Whether you tell it to me or not, I'm not going to be using your last name. It will just be first names. You can also make up a name if you want. Like that could be kind of cute if you're like, let's call me Marilyn. I'd be like, okay, girl, like go off, whatever you guys want, but definitely start sending in more of your stories. Hopefully the more stories you guys send in, we can do episodes where we have themes of them, whether it's like relationship advice, embarrassing gym moments, like financial help or advice or whatever. I'm so pumped. So keep sending in your stories, but I fucking love you. I love hanging out with you. And I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me today. I really greatly appreciate it. You guys know my DMs are literally always open. So any questions you have, anything, let me know about anything. Or just if you want to catch up, I love chatting with you guys. I really appreciate you listening to today's episode. And I love you. And I will talk to you soon.